Hi, this is Cody Cook from Cantus Firmus. I'm doing a, a series right now on the early 2nd uh, century church father Ignatius of Antioch's letters on my Patreon podcast. Uh, you can get that information um, for that using the link in the description if you want to check that out. Uh, but I thought it might be useful to pull together some of the data that I've been going through um, about how this early church father looked at Jesus and thought about his divinity. So, I'll highlight some of the most important sections of his letters on this topic uh, in this video. And if you want to learn more, you can search Ignatius of Antioch's epistles on Google, or you can check out my Patreon. <laughs> so there's this notion, um, by way of introduction, that the earliest Christians didn't see Jesus as divine, and that this idea crept in over a long period of time. Uh, some have even argued that it came about, uh, this idea of the, Jesus as being divine, uh, through the Council of Nicaea in 325 A.D., so like almost 300 years after Jesus died. So Ignatius of Antioch, uh, he's a major figure in the early church. Um, he's writing um, in the first decade of the second century or, or the early 100s A.D., um, and he wrote all these letters to these churches as he was on his way to be martyred in Rome. And he tries to persuade them of a number of ideas. He tries to persuade them that they shouldn't follow Jewish practices, that they should obey their bishops, um, or that uh, even that they actually they shouldn't interfere with his martyrdom. He's got this long <laughs> diatribe and an epistle to the church in Rome where he's going to be slaughtered and fed, and, you know, destroyed by a torn apart by wild beasts. That they should not interfere with it. Uh, but he never tries to persuade them about Jesus's divinity. He just mentions it like it's a shared uh, piece of knowledge, something they all have. Um, and so, so here are some, uh, I just pulled out five uh, major relevant uh, citations from Ignatius on this topic. So uh, two, uh, three of them are from his letter to the Ephesians, and two of them are from his letter or epistle to the Magnesians, if you want to look them up. The first one is uh, Ephesians, would be section 7. And the structure of it is kind of interesting because it feels like a hymn. So like, he may be quoting uh, something that actually dates before him, uh, and that he thinks that this church in Ephesus would be familiar with. So that suggests that it's a hymn that was uh, perhaps widely known in the church, possibly. So, and in it, he refers to Jesus Christ as uh, a physician. Uh, he says there's only one physician. I used to talk about the, the, the physician of your souls. And he describes him as very flesh, yet spirit too, uncreated, and yet born, God and man in one agreed, very life, in death indeed, fruit of God and Mary's seed, at once impassable, which means um, uh, unable to experience pain, it's the idea that God doesn't can't experience pain, and torn, so then he does experience pain in his humanity, by pain and suffering here below, Jesus Christ, whom as our Lord we know. So in the English translation, they've made it rhyme by rearranging things a little bit, but that's the basic idea that uh, Christ is not just fully divine, but fully human. And so uh, you know, this idea that I think that the church struggled with a little bit to explain exactly what that looks like. Um, the Council of uh, Chalcedon or Chalcedon, I think, tried to kind of work some of those details out. Uh, but here is Ignatius in the you know, early part of the second century who had, you know, he gets it pretty well <laughs> already. Um, and it seems that the early church uh, that he you know, understood it as well. So uh, another section, um, Ephesians uh, section 19, the age-old empire of evil was overthrown, for God was now appearing in human form to bring in a new order. 
even life without end. Now that which had been perfected in the divine counsels began its work, and all creation was thrown into a ferment over his plan for the utter destruction of death. Ephesians uh, section 20, Be united in faith and in Jesus Christ, who is the seed of David according to the flesh, and is the Son of Man and Son of God. So, Ephesians 19, we have this idea of God appearing in human form. Ephesians 20, He is the seed of David according to the flesh, and the Son of Man, and the Son of God. <laughs> and there's a suggestion that uh, perhaps, just as you know, he wants them to be united as, as a group, that uh, so is uh, Christ's human and divine natures united. Moving into uh, his epistle to the Magnesians, section 6. Jesus Christ, who was with the Father from all eternity, and in these last days have been made manifest. So now he uh, just, isn't just referring to Jesus as divine. He's saying that he was with the Father from all eternity. That they were you know, one in purpose, united uh, together. Um, not just in purpose, but they were there together. He was with the Father from all eternity. Uh, he goes a little bit further in the, in the next section, Magnesians 7, when he refers to Jesus Christ, who came down from the one and only Father, is eternally with that one, and to that one is now returned. So in the same sense that he was with the Father uh, before his incarnation, before he took on human flesh, he is now with him again. That there is, uh, you know, He was with him then, he's with him now. Not just in as an idea in God's head, but he's present uh, personally. So um, those are just a few sections, I think, that are pretty interesting that shed some light on how the early church would have understood uh, who Jesus was, and they point to this idea that he is the God-man, God who took on flesh. Um, pretty exciting stuff. Anyway, feel free to comment, and also, like I said, if you want to... Um, Follow what I'm doing on the Patreon as we're going through uh, these sort of early church writings. Um, Ignatius is where I'm starting, but I'm moving forward into Polycarp and some other folks. But thank you again. And uh, you can also check out my website, uh, www.cantus-firmus.com. And uh, subscribe uh, to my YouTube or my mailing list on the website 